Previously on the Reroll Gaming Podcast, after a rattling encounter with an extraordinary beast, our rescuer, a friendly stone giant named Old Dean, offers us shelter, food, and rest. Quite the gracious host, despite his concerns otherwise. Forgive me, I do not get visitors very often. Flint commiserates with Groth and opens up just enough to allow us at least a peek at his life before all this. So you had something that you and somebody really close to you built for yourself until that person went behind your back and ruined everything. I think you and I might have a lot more in common than you think. We get some candor from Groth about what happened with the Frozen Prince and what we're really walking around with up here. When they took down my army, Hogoth's army, well, we just became part of them. And Hogoth turns and he serves him just like that. Just like that, I guess. But while story time is fun and enlightening and all, we need to plan our next step. And there's one thing that seems to be weighing most heavily on everyone's mind. Look, the whole reason that we're here is to try to find a lead, get Shadow back. I think that our best bet right now is to stay on the trail of the orcs. So don your best winter caps as we go hunt this blue orc under the shattered sky. Welcome back to the Reroll podcast. How is it going, guys? It's going good, man. It's weird because we're recording in the middle of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So we're not I'm drunk. still tired. I should be asleep right Can't now, Tanner. How dare you? What time do you usually wake up, Zane? Noon? You a noon guy? Like, like if I don't have to be anywhere? Yeah. Usually like ten thirty or eleven. Mm. Ten minutes before we start recording. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm about a seven a.m. guy myself. Seven a.m. I'm like not even on wake days up. off. Yeah, I don't mean to, but I just. I feel it, dude. I mean, I, everybody, I, there's probably scientific basis for this. Everybody kind of has their own, like, circadian rhythm. So, like, if you feel like you should be, like, if your body wants to wake up at 7 a.m., then that's probably what you should be doing. Yeah, except I also should probably be going to sleep at not, that's the other, not right? like, midnight. Yeah, that's the other half of that equation. <laughs> wonder how early I'd be up if I went to bed on time on a Friday. I'm fucking... <laughs> I find that, like... The worst, I feel the worst or like the most groggy when I like sleep solid for like eight hours and don't wake up at some point in the middle of the night. It like oh, fucks yeah. me up and it's like not good. Like on occasion I can do nine, but like, I don't know, five, five is about like it gets me through the workday, which is surprising because yeah. it's a yeah. hard ass workday. Yeah, I usually sleep about five six hours on the week on on the week during the week and then once yeah. it gets to the weekend i usually will get eight plus mm-hmm. well, i mean there's the whole thing where you technically need less sleep as you get older but i don't know what you know 30 like i don't know how much sleep you're supposed to be getting around this time it's probably still close to eight hours i wonder why that is by the way is your body just giving up it's like fuck it i can't I do much just... when you're sleeping anyway anymore so fuck uh, you <laughs> honestly i think it's just because as you're getting older you're not re like rebuilding or like building like new cells as much or something so your, <laughs> your body doesn't just breaking down to, like, instead <laughs> it's like you're you're fucked we're, we're gonna die soon anyway so like two hours maybe three but we're good man <laughs> what's I'm the gonna... point oh yeah <laughs> I'm going to do about two hours of work and then I'm going to go on a coffee break for the rest of my shift. So you might as well just get up. 
I mean, after a certain point, yeah, it's like you've swept the floor and done the maintenance that you need. Why would you sweep the floor three more times? I mean, technically, the older you get, the more you're rolling the dice that you're not going to wake up. Right. Uh, It's it's anxiety. It's like, oh, God, if I sleep any longer, I'm going to (laughs) die. Just get up while I still can't get up. Um, I have an icebreaker, I think. Sure. Favorite like summertime food or dessert or whatever. Like, are you are you a Otter cock. Pops kind of girl? <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Love me some cock. <laughs> Especially in the summer where it's nice and sweaty. <laughs> I mean, nothing nothing satisfies me more than like after a hard day of work, just coming home and like slamming like a nice light cerveza or something like yeah. that. It just it really just like it, it hits the spot every time. Yeah. Beer on the porch is nice. I think, I'm yeah, it's... Not here, it's not. <laughs> no, <That's> not here. <laughs> Beer in the I AC mean, maybe when it's, like, nice. 80, but it's also, like, 9 p.m. out. Like, it's... That's when it's kind of okay to be out there, but there's also fire ants and wasps, so it's just really not nice to be outside at all. Lots and of mosquitoes. You can sit yeah. outside in the dark and have a beer. It's pretty nice. There's also sure. night birds, though, it's and still that's like just... 90 degrees, though, feels right? weird. I feel like I've talked about that before, but like hearing the birds outside in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m., it feels like, uh, like you've ever played the forest, like when it's nighttime there, and like it sounds like the sounds just broke or something, and there's birds and other shit happening that shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> it's really, it's off putting. <laughs> big, uh, big potato salad guy myself. Ooh. Love potato me a salad good potato is salad. Slap like a pretty cheese. It's still like a pretty heavy meal, though. It is a heavy meal. Well, it's mayonnaise and potatoes. Potatoes. And yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty fucking gross when you think about it. It's weird because it's actually like closer to a breakfast food than like you really would think. Yeah, if you I literally of... ate it for breakfast. Like, yeah, not that long ago. It does it have good. eggs in it. Well, I also <laughs> eat eggs <laughs> and yeah. and like fruit. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, potatoes are basically just bread. It's like it's like an egg sandwich. Yeah, it's a yeah. Like as far as your body's concerned, there's not a lot of difference between potatoes and just bread. The potatoes are just like it's like floor bread. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Delicious. Potatoes are floor bread. bread. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Tell your friends, Andrew Foster. The government doesn't want you to know. Potatoes just floor bread. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't record in the afternoon because we're all actually cracked out. Um, so. The problem is none of us are drunk right now, so like. <laughs> That's These are sober thoughts. I'm yeah. drinking a mad dog again. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the viewers didn't need to know that, okay? <laughs> no one's viewing anything. Yeah. What the listeners, the viewers, whatever the fuck they're doing. If you work for Mad Dog 2020 and you want to sponsor a TTRPG sp- sponsor podcast, me specifically. <laughs> That would I be, need money. That would be, the, would be so The condition awesome. that we all have to drink to, oh, like, God. entire MD2020s every time we record. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Can I do it? You know, I could probably live with that. Yeah. Yeah, you drink fucking Chilada Tallboys. What the <laughs> fuck? You're yeah. basically already hey, doing it. Those are tasty. The <laughs> things that go into your stomach, Brendan, scare me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The one... out of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> children. Fuck. You're the iron stomach guy. It's like crazy stuff. So yeah, everybody talks about like shitting themselves after Taco Bell and stuff. I'm just like, I don't. I've never had that. Taco Bell's the only fast food place that hasn't made me shit my pants. If I'm being totally honest, <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. I agree. Um, 
I don't, I think I've just persevered because I don't care because everything makes me shit my pants. So it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> like I, they're like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. Me too, bitch. <laughs> like, let's the fuck go. Anything. I'll eat anything right now. Um, it's excellent. I live a Cock. fulfilled life. No, I don't like chicken very much. <laughs> uh, my go-to is a uh, peanut butter coffee frappuccino. Nice. What the fuck? How's that a summer thing? It's oh, cold instead of drinking really heavy, hot but... coffee. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Cold peanut butter. Sounds I feel interesting. Like butter. That sounds I have fucking to good, disallow myself from having anything that's like a drink and that's cold because I just I can't handle the temptation i want to drink it all right now and then i just get the worst fucking brain freeze yeah and then same. i'll try i'll like sit and stare at it while i'm still trying to work the brain freeze off and drink it again and just get it worse i just i can't i'm like a, no, no i want a I milkshake can't. why can't i quit you you know what's <laughs> fucked up uh working outside here i will slam an ice cold fucking water that has like ice chunks forming along the edges because there's so much ice around it and get brain freeze and get like a hurt throat and stuff and still just be like, oh, yeah, because it means that my brain is no longer just cooking for the fucking sun. Like, if, if it's cold from what I'm drinking, it's better. Uh, I don't know. And all my all my insides are just like, oh, oh, what is this? This is what are you what are you doing to me? <laughs> and then, you're like, then you throw up because your brain thinks that you're poisoned, but also you're really refreshed. <laughs> Actually, was... people do that. I never have, but people been do. poisoned. Uh, or thrown up thrown up from like drinking cold water oh yeah here. yeah well speaking of throwing up <laughs> let's get uh back into our ice cold brain freezing adventure nice. oh, God, throwing up so and being down there please let this be real we're gonna jump ahead just a little bit in time here as you guys take refuge in this Nice old Dean's home, the hut of a stone giant who has graciously allowed you to be guests of his. And Bo, as you finally fall asleep, you begin to dream. You dream of a desolate, dark place, a long bridge that you stand upon leads into absolute darkness on both ends and you're there for a moment wondering where you are surprisingly lucid in this dream state and you think you see in the distance a bird of some sort maybe some sort of raven or crow and it gets closer and closer until it forms into shadow. Bo, I didn't know we could do this. This is so cool. I miss you all, but I don't think you should come. At least not yet. The Inquisitor is a lesser danger. Father is training me to be stronger. I think he needs me for something. He said if I left again, he would kill you. I need to get strong enough to make sure that can't happen. I gotta see Blackreach. It's so big. There are just people and people and people as far as I can see. But they're broken and scared. They need help. 
Oh, and I talked to Mother. At least I think I did. Killam said that was home. It was weird and amazing. But she said I shouldn't come back. Tell everyone I said hi, and make sure that cat doesn't hurt Max while I'm gone. Oh, and I... Bo will try to walk up and just, like, put his hand out and try to just touch her arm just to see if he could. And it moves through like a cold mist. Does... It, she doesn't respond. Nope. Just keep... Okay. Um, Bo will just listen and take the message for what it is and have a watery eyes. And the dream fades away. Oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic transition there. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Snap back <laughs> to reality. Oh, was, you wake up know. to blip burp. <laughs> Where am I? I broke myself Whatever is coming back up on her. <laughs> and you all eventually wake up after the stream fades out, Bo. And you are in Old Dean's hut. He is preparing himself to go out on another trek or expedition of sorts. And what are you guys doing in the morning in this hut? Flint's doing his morning yoga, as usual. I'm all sinewy. I gotta, gotta loosen her up, you know. Nope. No. Karen's <laughs> next to Flint doing one-handed push-ups. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think Groth is going to spend an hour or so just looking at uh, the structure of this cave, making sure that it's solid, and if any reinforcements are needed, at least advise Oldine about how to do that. Yeah, give me a crafting check. I, 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 I. That'd be a 23. Okay, so you look around this area. It looks pretty sturdy. He clearly just kind of carved this out himself. But structurally seems strong. It's modest, but firm. Yes, sir. I have to say, your uh, raw carving skills are impeccable. Yes. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think Flint would actually kind of chime in, too, because, you know, he's pretty familiar with, like, intricate stonework and stuff. And while this isn't that intricate, he recognizes, like, sturdy craftsmanship when he sees it. Yes. In the middle of your yoga? You're, yep. like, yelling, like, between your legs or something at him? It is better in this area to be inconspicuous but safe rather than lavish and extravagant. Oi. I even see you know how to build a fire with no smoke. The smoke goes out the chimney. Whoa. I see you know how to build a chimney without smoke. <laughs> I used a lot of smoke building the chimney. <laughs> um, Dean walks forward and he says to you all, We must depart. It is time. And he goes towards this large boulder and it's got these kind of chiseled in hand holds that he's carved out of this rock as he pulls it and opens up. And the darkness of the mountain, even though it is quote-unquote morning, creeps in 
and immediately the wind is blistering cold. And it is very fast winds today with uh, moderate snowfall. Yeah, seeing this flint will take a, take a big sip off of his flask and like offer it to anybody else before we head out into the cold. Here, Start. take it. Yeah. Yeah, Groth. Pass it on. <laughs> Keep the bones warm. Actually, can we can we take any of that hot stew with us? You guys ate it all. He wasn't exactly planning okay. on guests, so it. He's got to go out and hunt a, hunt more. Gotcha. Do we start Sorry, fighting ahead, over it like feral wolves or? <laughs> Again, no stew, but yes, you can. <laughs> fighting well, over the empty pot. I was asking Just if we already did pot. fight over it. Oh, like empty, you tell like me. Feral wolves. I think we. <laughs> I like the idea of like a group of like wild animals fighting over like the same piece of meat and they're pulling in every direction. But how does a pack of feral animals fight over one bowl of liquid? <laughs> We're all trying to dip our hands in and yeah. reaching back like, ah, oh, oh, a fire hot. Just licking. <laughs> everybody gets in and like tries to lick what they can and then bites each other. And then like yeah. everybody's bites blood ends up on tongues. it and they just lick that off, too. They're like, oh, hell yeah. More <laughs> meaty juice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Where do you guys want to go? <laughs> I want to say bye to Oldie. Back to Brambleton. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, to Inar's Grove, because it's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start muting everybody except who I want to talk. <laughs> go ahead, Graf. Well, sir, your, um, your hospitality, considering the location, is legendary. Trust me, people will hear about this, but they won't hear about where you are. Don't you worry, you won't have beggars coming along. But, uh, I'm amazed that you got soup for all of us. Do not grow accustomed, Afkin. It is unlikely you will find more hospitality further in the mountains. Even the dwarves of Bronzehammer have shut their doors. Understood. So it'll be a little harder to get in. Groth, I am curious. We never did find out what those soldiers under the ice, what got them there. Does he know anything about that? I will translate that question. Oh, yes. Likely Azka. Much like you, it seems they stumbled upon the Great Beast's resting place. Even Remerhaz has to eat. Flynn would also like to follow up and just ask, um, were they, did they seem like they were marching with any kind of intent? Were they flying the Blackreach banner or anything? It just seems weird that a detachment of Blackreach soldiers would be moving north through the mountains at a time like this. I am unfamiliar with banners and this Blackreach. That's it. <laughs> well, Flint, we do need to find our way back to the tracks. Do you think you could do that without going near that Remoraz again? I mean, maybe. the Whatever tracks are there are probably close to long gone by now. I mean, we start, we're still in the giant spires, right? There's yeah, kind you of are, linear. You're, yeah, you're 
Today you can expect to get out of the giant spires. I did not know that. I thought we were kind of at the like. I thought we were in the crab knocks by now. So yeah, there's no. probably really only one. I mean, the giant spires is part of the crab knocks. Sure, yeah. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong, but if we just go to the most obvious route, that's probably we'll probably pick the footprints up again, right? You could potentially, but every day that it goes by, it's harder. Even though it's a large amount of footprints, the snow is obscure. Oh, of course, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you get the it's sense. Not like, that, not like there's many different directions they could have gone. Especially well, in they're the probably spires, resting yeah. too. Yeah. Just saying. It's true, but you don't know how far you are behind them. Yeah. Well, and again, there's that that orc stronghold that's kind of like. A few hours, on, yeah. Possibly where they went. Yeah. All right. Wait, so, so we get going. Yeah. What What is our plan anyway? Aren't we going there? Or assuming that's where the tracks leave? Okay. Try to find the tracks. I'm guessing it, but if not, head that direction. Sure. But the biggest path north nearby. Yeah, in a water flint and shadow or shadow star, <laughs> uh, taking point again. Yeah, tell Just me scouting out ahead. Tell me what everybody's doing as you travel. Uh, Bo will bring up the dream. Um, Bo's like seems in like higher spirits than normal, and he <laughs> when there just seems like a did, I don't know. Did Bo get laid last night? <laughs> Old Dean. <laughs> he just seems to like have more energy than normal, especially like we're basically going up a mountain so it seems kind of mm. unusual and um, he says I heard from Shadow yeah Flint perks up at that what did she say she came to me in a dream she returned my message but she says we shouldn't come so I guess I'm not sure what to do with that she's still alive though yeah I mean as far as I know how this spell works, yeah. Flint smiles to himself. This is a good. She's a tough one. She told me that the Inquisitor is not the biggest threat. Did she say what might be? No. Did she give any indication as to where she is? She said she saw Blackreach. So they did head out that way then but well that's good to know that gives us that at least helps narrow it down a little bit she said she's with her father and that she saw her mother I don't know who these people are interesting I can't imagine it's her actual parents I don't know but she said she needs to get stronger and that we shouldn't come. But like I said, I'm not sure. I don't know about that. I mean, we'll find her and we'll be ready when we do. It's good to know that she's at least okay, but perhaps for now she's right. We should continue on with what we're doing and hope for the best. Uh, she's a strong girl. I'm sure she'll call us if she needs us. I do feel like I'm confident what we're doing right now is the best way to figure out where she is, even with that newly updated information. So, yeah, this is this is the path we need to follow for the moment. I do know she misses us. 
So there's that. Aww. Well, newly, yeah, uh, with renewed confidence that what he's doing is the correct call. Uh, Flint's gonna like just kind of bundle up his cloak and step out into the freezing cold snow. Okay. We're bringing the haste point anyway. Fuck the Inquisitor. <laughs> we'll find him. He's gonna die. <laughs> so setting out, why don't you guys tell me exactly what each player is doing as you travel? Flint scouting ahead. Scouting. Groth has Star, a, are you coming uh, are you coming with Flint? Yeah, I think so. Both yeah. scouting out front of the party? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think scouting, based on how you guys are playing it, it's more, correct me if I'm wrong, more like stealthing because you're. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So great. Grothman. Which I don't know how that, how that works with stealthing, but like the party is going to be traveling at the normal speed. Right. So you guys this. just uh, mechanics of this. I'm assuming you guys are traveling at half your speed you could go full speed but even so probably not through the mountains but that's essentially you guys going as fast as humanly possible um, full speed is yes yeah like we're sprinting okay. all the way okay gotcha yeah or at least like making no measure to look for anything be stealthy investigate anything like that having a scouting party up ahead would that like effectively slow us down at all i yes. feel like we've had this conversation yeah, before yeah, yeah. okay so you can uh, if you're doing any type of scouting any type of stealthing any any activity other than like rushing you're moving at half speed your whole party okay gotcha but that's half that's, yeah. half okay. speed's kind of a uh sort of half speed's misleading. almost like, no, like yeah, normal it, that, speed exactly yeah and then full speed is like we're hauling ass right yeah gotcha Karen, what are you doing as you travel? Um, I guess I will continue to hunt. You can also, as you travel, I think hunting is going to be something we're going to do kind of morning of. So you could do a hunting beforehand. You can also forage as you travel. Yeah, I considered that, but like, what am I going to forage when it's covered in snow? <laughs> Snowberries. Okay, really I'll forage. <laughs> okay. Um, you find a McDonald's. <laughs> Groth, what are you doing as you travel? Groth, um, understanding the importance and difficulty of having a fire, depending on where we end up stopping. Um, he's just going to be walking along, just ripping off like short but thick tree branches. Ooh, clever. Uh, okay. Only a couple, you know, nothing more than a couple feet, and uh, just stowing as much as he can in the bag of holding for now. Okay, very clever. Uh, Bo, what are you doing? Um, I was thinking, looking for any indication of other life, like tracks, if that could be like a survival. Because yeah. I want to use survival. Definitely. Um, or even just dangers in general. Like, uh, Looking for hints in your environment for anything that might dwell. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Uh, give me a survival check. Uh Bo, Star, and Flint, give me stealth checks. Give me, I think, a nature check from you, Kiaren. Groth, uh, I'm leaning survival, but if you have something else, let me, that 
you wish to use or think is better suited, let me know. I could see athletics for just kind of snapping off branches as you go, trying not to miss a stride and slow down. Yeah, I guess if I, if I could do athletics and just grab the most obvious ones, not, not being creative or anything. Well, and also it's you, you know, grabbing branches, carrying them, storing them as you walk. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, give me some rolls, bitches. Who do you want? You should call. When we do a bunch of rolls, I want you all to yell them out at me like this is a public execution in France. 25, 25, 25. No, 25. 25. 25. Uh, how, how about we combine all of I'm our sorry. rolls into one number and then you have to guess? I have to double that. <laughs> yeah. I heard a lot of 25s. Are you guys just saying 25? I actually got <laughs> yeah. a 25. I didn't get a 25. Got a 25. I oh. didn't. I just was saying because I want to be part of it. <laughs> okay. Well, get? Ayla also got a 25. Yeah. What'd no, you get? I got a 16. 16? What'd you get? It's basically Stop. a 25. Uh, 36. Nice. Fucking Christ. Uh, Kieran? Lousy 14. Okay. So once again, the brutality of the Kravnox are preventing quite a bit. Uh, In fact, I think you are unable to really find any tracks or trails, including losing the trail of these orcs. Too much snow has come by, and the howling wind is throwing everything off, Bo. Kiaren same deal and I think to your credit earlier it is hard to find these to forge for anything in this environment 25s from Groth and Flint Flint you and Star are up ahead of the party kind of acting as scouts but more or less just making sure the party doesn't wander directly into something and you Flint you're moving through the snow you feel pretty obscured but you're even losing Star, and Star, you are... It's like you're you're completely in tune with your environment, especially with this using your white new white fox fur as an advantage. You are just blending in. And uh, Groth, uh, with a 25, you're able to get a, a solid amount of wood. You get the sense you're not going to have to worry about scrounging around for firewood for the next three days. Holy yeah. shit, you got a lot of wood. You got a lot of wood. I got a lot <laughs> Hell of yeah, wood. yeah, he does, brother. Okay. Flint and Star, give me a perception check. And then, actually, Kieran, give me a survival check. We'll say you got up an hour early and hunted before you left. Man, I am rolling shit today. 17. Fortunately, nothing. Oh, fucking God. <laughs> I got a 17 as well. I, I I picked up, like, some curse on perception checks. I mean, I got an 18, which isn't bad, but I rolled a 4. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 3. Okay. I use a re-roll, and then I rolled a 3. <laughs> <laughs> How many re-rolls you got there, buddy? None. I, I Actually, I think I've, the last, like, three or four re-rolls I've used, I think I've used on perception checks and then rolled worse than whatever, like, <laughs> crap roll that I had before. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. Interesting. More basilisks. Somewhat Hentai worm. You're going to get into combat, and it's going to take us like 30 fucking turns to get to you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, we rolled good on stealth. We just can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Now, that is true. Okay, let me think about this really quick. You're gonna, like, no, no time. Realize there's something afoot in front of you. <laughs> and give it a little kiss. How far ahead, Flint, do you think you and Starlet are? Probably I mean in 60 feet, so? Enough that you could feasibly reach them quickly? That's not yeah. Yeah, that sounds about reasonable. Okay. Especially with just reduced visibility and stuff, we wouldn't need to be like hundreds of feet ahead. As you are traveling along, you start to get the sense, especially Flint, you and Groff, for that matter, you are about out of the giant spires, and you come to a pretty famous spot in the spires, the place where the southern peaks officially begin, and you are really in the heart of the mountain. You pass under this great stone archway, long held as a kind of token of traveling into the mountains, a token of heading to Bronzehammer or Grimholt. However, it is dark and almost looks ominous and dreary. And you both are hidden pretty well in the snow as you travel. But it's hard to see with this blistering wind and this snow cover. And who got worse on their perception? Flint, I think. I mean, I got an 18. Oh, uh, she got a 17, right? Yeah, 17. I got like one worse than him. Okay, so mm. Star, you are right next to Flint as you pass under this archway. And you walk by and you almost trip a little bit as you notice your foot catches a string. Um. And you hear. Yeah. As it sort of pulls taut, you hear this kind of rockfall landslide. Go ahead and give me dexterity saves as you have triggered a trap. Is that a reflex? Reflex. Reflex saves. Reflex, not dexterity. Reflex. Too late, we're doing dexterity. Oh no, wizards <laughs> are suing us. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Uh, 19. Uh, shit, hold on, sorry. 23. Okay. Not a particularly complex trap to avoid as this rockfall peppers you from above. So you are only going to take half damage. Both of you passed, but not a critical success. Does their evasion kick in? Oh, yeah. Uh, you both have evasion, right? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They both harmony. look at us like, uh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, what I was spacing. I was completely spacing out. Yeah, it's uh, like I'm not the hell is damage. I don't think I. I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure you guys both got it on the last level. Pretty up. sure you did. Is that, I mean that's just listed in feats, right? No. No. It's oh, there it is. It's right. Yeah, it's right there. It's evasion. Probably listed yeah, yeah. under the last level. Yeah, it's under specials. Okay. Do you have it, uh, Star? Um. Yes, Thank I you. Do. Okay. So you guys will take no damage from this. However, far worse die. than the far worse <laughs> than the trap itself. 
these rocks have alerted who set the trap as a massive frost giant leaps down from the archway above you, thunderously slamming into the ground, shaking the entire terrain around you, and you all see and notice. Everybody give me perception for initiative, except Star and Flint. I need you guys to give me stealth checks for initiative. I was yeah, I was gonna ask that, actually. So that's cool. And you see okay. this bearded, blue-skinned giant. He has this vicious scar over his eyebrow in the shape of a hook. And he sees you guys from afar, Groth, Kiaran, and Bo, and lets out this monstrous war cry. And Groth, you fully understand what, what he says as he says, Supper! And grips his great axe in hand. All right. Bo, what did you get for initiative? 31. 31. Nice. That is. I always roll high in initiative and I don't want to go first. So. <laughs> Flint, what did you get for your stealth? 26. Mr. Frost Giant, what did you get? Ooh. 31 as well. Mr. No. Interesting. Mm. I shouldn't have told you that. I don't know why yeah, I didn't. I don't know why you did. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. Um, we value transparency here at uh, Reroll Gaming. Groth, it is your turn. Or no, yes, it is it not is. your turn. <laughs> Give me your initiative. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait a second. I got a lot going on here. <laughs> 29. Uh, even though I was almost 30, I think I'm still going last, right? So yeah, far. No, Flint. Did Flint get lower? Left. Star, what did you get for okay. stealth? 37. That's a natural wow. 20, by the way. Natural 20! Yeah. Kieran, what'd you get? 29. Okay. Which is pointless since he got 31. Yeah. I'm so happy true. with my initiative. Man. So, Star and Flint, you see as this giant has leapt down. He does not see you and he is focused on the party. You are behind him. Star, you quick reflexes are acting first as you see the back of this massive giant, uh, probably a good two feet taller than Uldine himself. What would you like to do? He is unaware, so he is flat footed to you. Are we doing theater of the minors or map? Oh, do I not have you guys on the map? Mm-hmm. Negative. Oh. Oopsie poopsie. Map. Map, 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 map. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna spit chips all over my thing here. Delicious. Um, nice. Yeah. Spit all over the, the chip filter. <laughs> chip filter <laughs> makes it sound extra crispy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try and shoot him with my. Bow, I guess, because I'm I'm back here. Maybe we can confuse him a tiny bit. Um, okay. Let's see, and I guess I'll, I probably wouldn't have been holding that up, so I'll do a quick draw with it. Okay. Okay. This is, this is going to be a rough fight, I think. I'm gonna I, feel like I, I feel like I say that a lot, and you guys cheese it, though, so we'll see. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna redo that. Okay. How many rerolls we got in that bank? 
Uh, that's a 31 to hit. That is a hit. So, uh, does that mean I add my sneak attack to this one, then? You will, because he is flat-footed. Okay. Uh, should I do my rolls first and then, then roll the damage, or just roll the damage right now? Just roll the damage right now. Okay. He's going to take 16 damage. Ooh. I'm going to go for it again here. That's going to be a 21 to hit. That is a miss. Okay, I'm going to try... Well, can I try one more time? Yeah, you got one more okay. action. Sweet, I'm going to try one more then. That's another 21. Okay. That is sense. a miss. So you, in quick succession, shoot three arrows, and the first one, like, hits him right at the back of the neck, and he just, ah, like, in between his Nordic helmet and his fur jerkin that he's wearing. And he kind of shoots a look back to you and now sees you. Uh, doesn't see you, however, Flint. I'm just a little guy. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Latara, enemies go first, unless yeah, you, unless have, you have you have a feat, yeah. Ooh, so it is this giant's turn. Star, you are behind him and just delivered him a blow to the back of the neck. Hmm. And you're closer prey. Yeah, I yeah, think Yeah, but there's he's... also a giant in front of him that he wants to kill, so... That's true. The giant would make a much better supper than we would. That's true. What's his... What's his... Speedsies? For what it's worth, yeah. it is looking mm -hmm. like if he doesn't make it all the way to Groth, Groth is just giving him crazy eyes like he's gonna come meet him in the middle. <laughs> okay. If he does have other shit, he needs to do. So, I believe what is gonna happen here is he is going to take an action and draw out a rock from the sack that is hanging over his shoulder. And it is probably the size of Flint. And he is going to, seeing your intimidating glare and the history of frost giants and their battles with their halfkin, Groth, he is going to throw this rock at you. Okay. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> this is this is gonna be good. For him. I, didn't, I didn't roll great. However, I did roll a thirty-one. Oh, Thirty-one's yeah. the number of this. Uh, thirty-one is the number of this. This thing that we're doing. It's okay. That's a hit. So you are going to. Do, do, do. You're gonna do do do. Do do do. Do do do. You are going to take 21 bludgeoning damage as this rock just, like, hits the ground and then skips up and just collides with you, maybe hits you in the shoulder and almost knocks you prone. Uh, he probably expects Groth to wince in pain, but Groth is just going to grit his teeth and smile a little bit. Okay. This initiative tracker is fucked up right now. No, whose fault is that? Their fault. Because otherwise, it's my fault, and I don't want that. <laughs> and that's not possible. That can't be. Okay, so that was two actions to uh, draw the rock and throw it, and with his last action, let's see, how closer star? 15 feet? Yeah. 
he is going to turn to turn around to star and unleash a chilled breath of freezing moisture that quickly condenses into ice go ahead and give me a reflex save and this is actually going to hit hit you as well flint all right oh my god 30 19 oh fuck oh damn it one away from a crit fail from uh, uh, Flint there, but 30 is a success. 19 is a fail. So, you have evasion, so you're not going to take any damage from this star as you definitely move out of the way. However, you are going to take 16 cold damage, Flint. Does evasion make that half damage? Is that half damage? What does your evasion say? I'd use treat a success as a crit success. I don't think it does. Okay. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. And. Yeah. You are also immobilized and you are have this persistent cold damage until you get free from this thin layer of ice that's locked you in place. Uh, question. Am I still in stealth? Uh, yeah. I don't think he sees you or knows this hits you. Right. What uh, what can what condition? What's going on? What? Sorry. Um, you are gonna be immobilized. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. It is now Bo's turn. Okay. I think I am gonna move right here. Make sure. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to cast a spell I've never cast before, which is Impending Doom. Interesting. Tell me about Impending Doom. It takes uh, three rounds to reach its conclusion, but it's basically a... a uh, it's like a, a vision of the creature's impending demise so um, by the third round it will it will have watched itself die basically and it interesting so it, it's a will saving throw to determine the effects so there's different things fuck do I have a reroll no <laughs> 18 you do have a reroll you have an entire podcast actually um, my divine DC is 25, so... That's a fail. Yeah. Okay, so... Critical failure, failure, success, so it's just the failure mm-hmm. line. The creature is immediately flat-footed on the second round and becomes frightened, too. Finally, on the third round, I also become stunned. One. At the end of the third round, the creature takes full damage. Cool. Okay. Keep me on top of that, please, because I will Okay. It. And the full damage is 66 mental damage. Oh. <laughs> Anything else, Bo? That's all I can do, but I hope it works the way I want is it to. Is this like a <laughs> concentration thing? Do you have to sustain it? Um, It's kind of confusing. If it doesn't say the word sustain this spell, you don't have to. It doesn't say that, but I'll read over it again while my, once my turn's over. What is this spell called? It's called Impending Doom. That's badass. 
Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I was just going to cast another spell similar to that, but then I realized it's a oh, touch really? spell and I can't do it uh, yet. What was that one called? Seal Fate. Oh. <laughs> that one's kind of cooler, though. I like yours more than I like mine. Yeah, I think Roth is going to... Uh... Nice, that's cool. That's a cool spell. Seal Fate is? Or Impending Doom? Impending Doom. Yeah, yeah it is. It's badass. Gross going to go ahead and use... I think two movements to get right up on this guy. Okay. And he's going to, uh, I guess, just go ahead and draw his sword. Actually, you know what? No. Uh, Groth is going to use one movement to get up here. Uh, one movement or one uh, action to draw his sword. And I suppose that's it. I'll prepare. Can, can I prepare an attack in case he closes the rest of the distance on me? Takes two actions to prepare. <laughs> right, right. In this okay. one, unfortunately. Saying okay. I have too much going on to respond to your text. That's fine. But uh, <laughs> make it a make it a twenty. Okay. Yeah, I suppose that will do it for me now. Then. Okay. I don't necessarily want to give this guy a free attack on me. That's fair. Okay, Kiaren, it is your turn. Uh, Kiaren will use two actions to run up into his face. Okay. And then um, she will say, this is not a route you want to take. Lay down your weapon and we'll let you leave. And then just kind of glare at him intimidatingly. Okay. To try to demoralize him. And this is against his fortitude this or will? This is against DC? his will DC. Okay, great. 31 intimidation. That is a success. 31 again. Yes. Another. Yeah. <laughs> so he is frightened one. Oh. Shoot. Okay. I didn't think that through. Yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah, because I just realized that that goes away at the end of his turn, not my turn. Flint, it is your turn. You do have to take an action to break out of this if you do not want to be immobilized any longer. Um, yeah. Uh, Flint, after getting hit with this ice breath thing, even though he's in stealth, is going to just get, like, right in the face and just start screaming at this thing. That's the last mistake you'll make! And he's trying to wrestle himself out of this, uh, out of this icy bullshit. Okay, give me an acrobatics acrobatics check or athletics check. All right. Ooh, a 34. All right. Acrobatics. Gah, you break out of this ice and you are no longer immobilized. Okay, then Flint's going to take an action to draw a short sword and then sprint over to this bitch. Z-speech. That's it. Okay. So when is, you could have moved the... in. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just no. going to say you could have moved into flanking, but. What? Well, he's I mean, flat-footed already, so it's fine. Yeah, well, so I'm confused about where I'd have to be to be, like, behind this thing. It would have to be. Like, here, maybe? No, he, that's that... in his space. Yeah, exactly. Back up so one. Like... You'd have to be there, yeah. 
and that's okay. fine. Is that is that how that works when it's a giant square like that though? Because if he's occupying fifteen it has by fifteen to go through foot, him. yeah. So actually, you would have to be one square down. It you've got to be able to draw a straight line through him to your ally, right? Yeah, through that's like what it his, is, yeah. the center of him or just any space that he's occupying. You have to be like polar opposite of like his. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I already said I was going here, so that's what's going to It's okay. okay. Star can use the planking better anyways. Star, it is your turn. Wait, are you done with your turn, Flint? Yeah. Okay, Star, it is I your turn. I have a question. Um, so what what uh, determines like the round? Like when he, when his turn comes up? after his turn or like how what is the uh, it's probably i imagine probably on your turn because it'll be one full round to get back to you um but let so me the read end. it okay star go ahead and take your turn while i'm reading this okay um i'm gonna just try to keep shooting at him here uh star like seeing this happen uh she's frustrated that she got taken by such surprise because she thought she was doing so well with stealth but she uh, slacked off a bit in the actual percepting part. So she's going to level her bow at him. You want to guess what it was? Natural 20? Yes, sir. Okay. Nice. All <laughs> right. That's the second one this session, right? Yeah, second for me. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hit it. All right. That's going to be 35 damage there for you, bestie. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, Star's really mad that she... Yeah, I'm really him. angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be agile. Now I'm some stupid fucking dog. I used to be a cat. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Uh, she's going to go for it again, I guess. Feeling confident here. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, that's not going to hit. <laughs> 17. That is a miss, unfortunately. All right, she's going to give it one last go here. And that's also not going to hit because that's 14. But anyways, thank you okay. and good night. <laughs> so I think, yeah, same as last time. In fact, that first shot you line up and you place an arrow again directly near where his spine meets his neck. And you hear like him just kind of let loose a off pitch, like almost shriek as he goes. <clears throat> However, it is now the Frost Giant's turn. And he's mad and scared so were you going to tell me how it works uh it ticks on i think it ticks on your turn i'm going to say it so ticks the, on your turn the end of my turn or the beginning probably the beginning probably the beginning i think that's fine okay i th i don't know if we're playing that right but that's just what we're going to do okay for now all right this giant being harassed by Kiaran and Flint is going to take a wide swing with his great axe. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, eh, that'll still probably hit most of you. So, Flint, this wide swing will hit both Flint and Kiaran. Wow. Hmm. So go ahead and tell me if a 29 hits you. That does. Okay. And Flint, you're too far away from me. Ugh. Sorry. You both take 23 slashing damage as Ow. this wide swing skims Kiaran and then swings back around and hits Flint on the shoulder. 
And that was one action with his wide swing. So he is going to just keep doing the same because I don't see anything. Seems like it worked pretty Wait, well. Wait, that's the first only time. one action, not two, to hit both of us. Yeah, one action. Wow. He is going to yeah do another wide swing. Ooh, this one maybe not so much. Oh, this one probably doesn't hit. Eighteen hit either of you. Negative. Nope. Yeah, thought that might. And then the last one, again, just trying to savagely slash at both of you, using his strength and size to his advantage. Kind of a long shot to hit. Give me a natural 20. Nope. 13. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. That's a crit fail. Um, yeah, crit fail. Actually, I'm going to use that. Take I don't think that matters too much. Unless that gives you something. It gives him something well, I mean, if it's, yeah. Yeah, I can take opportunity. If he crit fail a melee strike against me, I can take a uh, reaction to do a counterattack. Okay. But um, question though, like if if I used, well, no, I guess I that wouldn't matter because you can't use two reactions in a turn. So never mind. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna dodge out of the way of this one and just like the fury of the gods and Flint's eyes, uh, try to hit him with my short sword. Okay, roll to hit. I will. Thank you. Uh, 28. 28. That, because he is flat-footed, is a hit. Nice. Uh, 6 damage, or total 10. Okay. Bo, it is now your turn. What is the next step of impending doom? Okay. It becomes frightened, actually frightened too, so yeah. I mean, that could, that's kind of what it is. Nice. Um, so, I'm wondering... Did these carry over? Or is like it says the creature is immediately flat-footed to begin with, so does yeah, that I carry? Yeah, I believe this will last until okay. the end of the spell. Okay. Are you able to put conditions on your monster, or you just have to remember them? I got it. I have to remember So them, what does Frightened do exactly again? He takes the Frightened value equal to uh, whatever he has. He takes a minus to pretty much everything, like AC, yeah. attack nice. rolls. Saving throws, I think. Okay. So frightened till you get a minus two. DCs and checks, which includes AC. Yep. Okay. Um, I want to do another spell. Okay. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna get up here. Groth, you're on deck, by the way. You're in his space. Can I be under his arm? You gotta move back one. No. Gotta be right here. Yeah. Uh. Or okay. here, or here, or here, or here, or here. Okay, um, I'm going to cast Radiant Heart of Devotion. That's his. Space. What is? Nice. Huh? Go ahead. Um, it's a will saving throw, and Bo um clasps his little um beads and says a prayer. And I have to know this. I don't know what this creature's alignment is, but um, good creatures, which would be like my allies, in the in a twenty foot emanation, gain a plus one status bonus to attack rolls in their strike steal an additional one d six good damage. And whether this cre- this uh, frost giant is neutral or evil has a different effect for it. Well, he rolled a thirty three. 
And that is no. with the minus of the frightened. Really? Is that a critical success? I mean, I have 25, so. Okay, so no. Because of the frightened, it is not a critical success. So what does the success portion say? It doesn't have that. It's just like it affects this type of creature, this alignment. Either oh. does or... Well, I don't know how, so it... Um, What's the spell? It's called Radiant Heart of Devotion. But So I don't know if it still oh. affects allies or like how... It probably still affects the allies. Question, though. It says it affects good creatures around you. Yeah. What if Flint's not good on, like, a, then it doesn't have an, a good alignment? Well, it, uh, assist you and your righteous allies. I don't he is not okay. a righteous ally. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't describe I just, Flint I was, as a righteous ally. I was no, going for more, like, my, just my allies, but I guess if it's sure, different yeah, alignments, yeah. I don't really know. So neutral um, creatures that begin their turn in the emanation must succeed a will save. Or be dazzled. Oh, really? Also, I was not supposed to roll until the beginning of my <laughs> turn, but I'm keeping that roll. Something's so. going to happen to Flint. <laughs> How close do you have to be? 20 feet. Flint's going to have some yeah. fun. I think it's yeah. cool. You don't know that he's not good. Yeah. So what, I mean, the good, neutral, or evil has different effects, so. Yeah. So if, we'll, we'll get to that when it's his turn. Okay. Okay. Is that your turn? Yep. Okay, Groth, it is your turn. What is that square? Uh-huh. That is hit what the area he takes up. Oh. Yeah, Groth is going to uh, move up here. And as he's running up, he's going to be running his finger down his longsword and setting it on fire. Ooh, okay. And just giving this frost giant a crazy look. <laughs> and uh, a look that it may or may not imply I'm going to set you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> From inside, if all goes well. Nice. And he's going to make a spell strike. Okay. Roll so hit. my spell does affect the good aligned or like it affects my allies yes in a positive a, or whatever way right? it was a plus to damage or what was the other thing status plus one status bonus to attack rolls and their strikes deal an additional 1d6 oh. good damage if so they're good at a plus creatures. one assuming you're good Groth uh, Groth is neutral oh well give me a will save <laughs> I didn't Oops. did I start my turn in the affected area were you 20 feet I think within it's 20 feet emanation. Emanation. Oh shit, I would have been Let's see Shit Yep, yeah. yeah, barely Give me a will save I thought y'all right. were good <laughs> We shouldn't have assumed I'm, that I'm good though Okay, well at least I'm Flint, helping somebody Flint is like a known smuggler and human trafficker So I mean that's kind of all yeah, you for Bo, assuming Bo that Bo likes to see the good in people Yeah, exactly That's what I was going to say Bo sees the good in people you have the potential to be good. Okay. What'd you get? Uh, I'm using a reroll. Okay. Because <laughs> I could have failed that. Just Uh-oh. barely. Okay, 20, 27. That's, that's okay. it. Okay. Your success? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. That's fucking funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this is a learning moment for Bo, so... <laughs> You're like, don't worry, guys, I got us. And then you're like, why are they throwing Fork. up? Yeah. And why are they not doing, like, why is it not helping them? That's weird. <laughs> He's like, I thought I knew you guys. All right. Maybe, uh, 26 to hit. 
because of the flat-footed and the frightened, that is a hit. Okay. You guys are really doing a number on his AC How's right he flat-footed? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, he's Hell flat-footed from fuck, yeah. Bo's spell. Oh, I missed that. Cool. Yep. This is the All first right. effect. Yeah. So Bo's he's going to take... jacking him up. <laughs> what? You're jacking him off? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take 13 piercing damage and... 27 fire damage. Ooh. 13 piercing and 27 fire. Let me do the math here. And you see as you land this strike that the flames sizzle his flesh and he is indeed weak to fire. And he looks up at you and for the first time, well, maybe not for he looks up at you, and you see the unmistakable <clears throat> look of fear. Besides the fact that he's already frightened, technically. He's even more frightened. He's, he's flavor frightened. <laughs> he's also practically <laughs> frightened now. He's, he's also <laughs> on good fire. reason for it. <laughs> yeah. Is that the end of your turn, Groth? Yeah, I think Groth, as he's probably fucking, like, with that much damage, he probably just ran this thing through the lower gut, like, oh, all the way yeah. through or something, and is just growling as he pulls his sword out slowly. Okay, Kiaren, it is your turn. Kiaren's gonna push... You can move through an enemy square, right? You have to tumble through. I have to tumble through. Uh, Kiaren's good. Wait, I can move through Growl <laughs> Square. I'm gonna move here. Uh, and as I'm squeezing past Groth, I'm just gonna be like, Croth, I don't think he understands me. Tell him if he flees, we'll let him live. He can do better. And then uh, I will pull my weapon out. He is only twice my size, right? Correct. I am going to attempt to trip him. Okay. Nice. And that's against his reflex DC or fortitude? Probably reflex, I assume. Um, reflex. Oh, and I get a plus one from Bo's thing? Yes. Right? Yep. So that would be a 32. Would have been a 31 again. <laughs> it was, yeah. 31. <laughs> and you trip him, and he's on the ground. That's my turn. Does that still do, like, the good damage, the additional damage? I don't Probably think to so. actually do damage. Only, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. okay. Flint, it is your turn. This giant is on the ground in front of you. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, as he falls, Flint's gonna uh, try to, uh, I don't know, hop over him, do a tumble through to the other side over here. Okay, give me <gasps> an acrobatics check. Uh, 23. Sharon, try to move closer to Flint and he tumbles away. Bye. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, might not do it very well, but... You have a boyfriend. Stay away from me. I think 23, actually, you try to tumble over, and he just, like, lifts his massive arm and shoves you back into place. So, yeah, if you fail a tumble through, you don't go through them at all, right? You don't Correct. move. Correct. Did Flint okay. make his will safe? Oh. Oh, yeah, right. Give me a little will, buddy. Uh, 32. Okay, you're fine. Does Flint feel the effects of this at all, or just, just know if, if I succeed it? You probably do. You probably are, like trying to push back against like you feel maybe yeah. a little bit dazzled for a second but you just shake it off gotcha. 
Okay. Well, yeah, Flint's just, uh, Flint's gonna continue to attack this thing. Try to, like, uh, just stab it with his short sword while it's on the ground. Okay. Roll to hit. And flat-footed so uh, doesn't affect his being able to tumble through, right? I don't think so. Okay, first attack, ugh, 22. How does that work with with him being on the ground, though, in Pathfinder? Uh, him being on the ground makes him flat-footed, but he already yeah. was, so it doesn't... He already was. The only thing uh, him being on the ground added is Jesus minus two to his Christ. attack rolls. Yeah. Uh, 22, uh, 22, and, 22 and 18, which is also a miss. Both misses. So my turn is over then, never mind. Star, it is your turn. Okay. Star is just going to keep leveling her bow at this thing. Just like, I think from back where she's standing, she's going to go... Haha, you probably should have fucked off when you had the chance. <laughs> I don't speak common. I'll teach you. That's the only <laughs> word I know. And then this follow-up phrase. <laughs> also, your translator uh, is turning everything you guys say into, you're going to fucking die. Yeah, I was going to say, I pictured say <laughs> Like, or I was picturing, like, you saying that to uh, Groth, and Groth's like, I'm gonna fucking crush you, or something yeah. like instead. I was imagining me being like, tell him he can do better in like a good way, and Groth being like, she says you're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you uh, got for me? I had 29 on that. That is a hit. Sick. He's still flat-footed, right? Yep. Uh, unnatural 20. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't have mattered, but yeah, 20. Damage? Yeah. Okay. You loose an arrow and it goes right into his shoulder blade as you're kind of staring at the top of his head as he's laying on the ground. And 24 for the next hit. Uh, That is a miss. For the next one? Oh, I guess, yeah, I got 29 the last time, right? Yeah. Okay. 24 right, well, is more. barely a miss. Gotcha. Okay, eleven's definitely a miss. Then. That is a miss. I don't. I'm doing good on one of each of my rolls, so that at least there's something that I can hang on to. That's okay. It. it is the giant's turn. He is going to use an action to stand up. Did you want to take an attack of opportunity? Mm, I will hold off on that. Okay, and he is going to swing his great axe with a wide swing towards Groth and Kiarin. God damn it! <laughs> 26. That's a hit. That's a miss Love on it. me, and I'm going to use my glimpse of redemption. Okay. So, I will give him a look like, come on, man. Uh, and then Groth will gain resistance of, what level are we at? Uh, nine. And okay. he, assuming he still chooses to do the damage, mm -hmm. I am Enfeebled going to... too. Yes. Okay. So, Groth, you are going to take 26 damage, but you can minus nine of that. All right. And then he takes Enfeebled too, and he is... This is a long shot, but he is going to use likely the last action of his life... To do this again. Come on, natural 20. Come on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> a lot. God! Is it a natural one? No. No. Oh. 
Uh, Unnatural one. That's even worse. 22. Nope. Is that a miss? That's a miss. So it swings, and you can see that he's having trouble holding up this axe. He's feeling a little bit weaker, and he just can't get the force behind it and misses. Bo, it is your turn. And I believe your impending doom will kick off right now. On the... Wait. Finally, on the third round, um, becomes stunned one and the creature takes full damage. I see. So on the end, at the end of your turn, he's going to take full damage. But he is now stunned one. But yeah, not going to matter. Okay. His conditions right now are off the charts. (laughs) I have to do calculus to figure out his scores. (laughs) (laughs) Multiplying percentages by percentages by percentages. Well, actually, finally, I think the frightened is gone because his condition lowers. But it was like rounds to, to get his breath back, frightened flat-footed, enfeebled, stunned. Uh, so I think I would be able to tell by looking at him that maybe casting another spell might not even be worth it. Yeah, he's on the ropes, desperately swinging. He's got arrows gushing blood in the back of his neck's neck. He's got a burn mark on his side that is just pulsing, and clearly he's wincing every time he moves. Well, I was going to cast Bless, but I think that we've got this, so I, I'm i just going to ride out to the end of the round to to watch this impending doom Okay, happen. kind of the, like Flint, or uh, Flint, uh, like Bo is like basically like preparing funerary rites for this thing. Like it's about <laughs> yeah. to just like be dead in five seconds. Yep. All right, give me your damage, 6d6. It's possible. It's be really fun to to roll it's... like in a handful, like, yeah. but like I am not gonna do that because I can't do math. <laughs> it is possible he will live through this, though not likely. Twenty three. Ooh. But maybe do I get the the um, radiant heart of devotion, good creature? Like, does that affect me? That I would be able to do an extra d six of good damage? No, because this isn't a strike, quote unquote. This is a spell. So it says only, it says uh, your ally strikes will deal 1d6 good damage. However, this giant picks his axe up, ready again to go for another round. To be fair, if it says strikes, then I probably would have done damage with my trip. Well, it's too late. Let me. Sorry. (laughs) He's painting, goddammit. No, strike is just an attack. It's not. That's why I take a multiple attack penalty on trips. No, you take a multiple attack penalty because it has the attack trait, I believe. Yeah, you're right. I'm getting them mixed up. That strike is what I can do an attack opportunity on. Okay, sorry. Would I, okay, well, with my turn, could I well, still... Just, could I, just stop I just, for one second. Let, let me describe this guy dying. Oh, I thought he did die. Sorry. <laughs> That's because you guys keep interrupting. <laughs> you gotta let the GM paint when he's painting. <laughs> The giant rears back his great axe for another strike, but the weapon falls loose from his fingers as he drops to his knees and stares up into the sky, letting loose a scream of horrifying death as he sees his own death happen a moment before it does. And he (laughs) grips his mind before falling completely limp into the snow. 
directly onto Groth's sword that Groth fucking put on the ground for him to fall on, even though he's already <laughs> dead. Fuck him. And we'll see you guys next week on the Reroll Gaming Podcast. Dispersion Content Entertainment Unit. I didn't roll above a nine for his attacks, by the way. That was Dude, a great uh, fight. Losing. Losing. <laughs> let, let, let me vent here a little bit. Two good rolls, a 19 and 18. The rest of my rolls, a 12, an 11, a 10, a 6, a 6, an 8, a 5, a 2, another 2, a 6, a 3, and a 4. You've been on a cold streak, bro. I, yeah, it's bad. It's getting real bad. I've even tried, like, I'm using, like, the um, Pathfinder dice, you know, on, like, the browser, and I'm using, like, my physical dice, and just everything is failing me. I got two nat 20s. <laughs> nice. That's exciting. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons, living or dead, or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zane Gehring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.